I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. Um, three hosts today. Yes. I'm Stu Whiffin. That voice is... Uh, Adam Richardson. And with us as well is... Scrivius Pip. Hello. The full gang. Yeah, it's the first time we've all done the intros and links and that together, but it's because it's a very special episode. It's our, our 50th. It's episode 50. So that's exciting. Yeah, half century, nearly a year's worth of podcasts. Yeah. So we thought it'd be quite an interesting idea to, well, not go for big guests, but go... <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> but um but talk to ourselves we thought we would ask obviously we, we, familiar got, guests exactly exactly obviously we've got um you know a very successful podcaster uh in the room um and adam Thank and you. pip and uh <laughs> and, <laughs> so we thought obviously it'd be good for for adam and i to 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 talk to you pip about distraction pieces y- yeah that sounds all all good to me and then you guys are going to be on the on the recommendation tip so it's the regular format i mean speaking of which adam last week's uh guests and uh chat before we get carried away with uh ourselves um last (laughs) week we uh had a great episode because the main guest was cheap show which um as you will have heard already was a great conversation with a podcast that has just blown us away since we started doing this in terms of the response they always get uh then we had why aren't you a doctor yet Uh, we had oz from why aren't you a doctor yet Uh, and reese james from early work uh, giving recommendations um but uh, as Stu said we are here now to talk to uh, scroobius pip about distraction pieces so we're going to do that now Okay, Scroobius Pip, tell us all about Distraction Pieces. Well, Distraction Pieces is is my podcast. I started it it's six or seven years ago now. It's been been going a while, and uh, yeah, I just I had a radio sh- show on XFM, um, and I decided that um, I wanted to stop doing that and do a podcast because I realised I wasn't personally listening to any radio. All I was l- listening to was podcasts. So. I started Distraction Pieces. I wanted them to be 60-minute to two-hour kind of unedited conversations. And, yeah, I've I've not missed a week for 320 or 30 or so weeks. So it's been a hell of a ride. So, I mean... Obviously, we know you very well, and <laughs> and and you, and you walked away from a radio show that had just won a, a Sony Award, which yeah. was you know one of the most prestigious things you can um, win in radio. So that was an incredibly brave move to, to to move away from you know what was promising to be a you know very very exciting career opportunity in radio to then go to podcasts. And what I want to touch on is you mentioned that all you was listening to was podcasts. What were you listening to there that might have been inspirational? So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd always enjoyed the, the Gervais, Pilkington and Merchant uh, podcast and the Adam and Joe podcast, but they were spawned of radio shows. Obviously, they were kind of highlights originally. So I guess the first standalone podcasts I got into were 
all American. So it'll be the Joe Rogan experience and Mark Marin's uh, WTF. And and yeah, both of them just seem like the kind of thing I wanted to be doing. Um, I went on Rogan's podcast and I think it was off air. He kind of was one of the people who said, so so why are you doing it for for someone else? Because I had the radio show at that time. And I was like, well, it's it's commercial radio, it's this and that. It's like, yeah, but why are you doing it for someone else rather than, than, for, than for, for yourself? So yeah, it kind of motivated me to go, all right, that's a good question. And I haven't, haven't got answers, so let's do it. But I mean, what does he know about podcasts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been <laughs> he's been been going a while and just gone from strength to strength. I mean, also controversy to controversy. But you know, well, exactly. he's, he's he's whether you l- like him or not. Um, and as a podcast, I've I've gone on on and off over the years. There's been periods I've really not enjoyed the content that he's putting mm. out, but I, I I respect it as a platform. So whether you like him or not, and the podcast or not, it's one of the most successful independent pieces of media ever regardless of podcasts like no one has just gone i'm gonna start a tv show and it's it's got that huge independently and things like that so yeah it's a it's 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 quite astounding in that way so if we talk about the format of distraction pieces i mean if, if you look at you know a lot of podcasts there's there's kind of sort of anchor points in them and there's a kind of you know, an element of like, well, and then at this point in the podcast, we're going to talk about this, or we've got to. Yours is more. I would describe it as sort of like a, a, a long, a long form interview. Was 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 there anything that you considered before that sort of concept for your podcast? I mean, you've got to bear in mind that we're talking in 2020 as editors of Pod Bible magazine, and therefore exposed to literally every sure. podcast that comes out. Back then, in 2000. And- 15 i think it was or maybe 14 there weren't tons of podcasts that had all these intricate formats and things like that so the ones i'd heard essentially were people sitting down and having a chat and that's that is what appealed i drifted off particularly in my music career i'd kind of seen that radio had gone to like we rarely had oh are we going on 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 this show for half an hour to, to have a good chat a chat it was always here's we're going to get a 30 second soundbite or we're going to be on the news section just answering a quick question and everything had gone to soundbites and quick disposable media and I wanted to do the opposite of that the stuff I was enjoying was the opposite of that so yeah I never really considered anything other than just having conversations I guess it's it's so important as well you you know you said as as, aside from being an independent podcaster a, a, a as you know, a, an independent musician, if you would get an opportunity to go on radio, maybe, you know, Zane Lowe on Radio 1, maybe John Kennedy on XFM, aside from that, there's not huge platforms for alternative, you know, independent musicians to to get coverage on radio, whereas now the reach that they can have by going on, you know, a million and one podcasts is, is, is so sizable now. Yeah, 100%. It, it, it did feel like a turning point. And uh, and I'll admit there was an excitement there of thinking, if I start this podcast, <laughs> if I do ever choose to go back to music, or will I have to go and do promo left, right, and centre, or will I have direct access to my fan base through the podcast? So yeah, that mm. appealed m- massively. Rather than through, again, if you think over the years, the change in the perception of different uh, social media platforms where people go off one into another and there's 
all sorts of conflict about who owns them and all that kind of thing and then the then having to pay sponsorship to to get your posts seen podcasts always appealed as that free medium that that was just there for everyone to access as they will rather than it being monetized or controlled by someone else so yeah nice and and being friends with you at the point where you launched I've, that. I've seen Adam every time go to open his mouth and go to, to say something, <laughs> just as Stu closes his eyes or looks away and goes, so... Um, <laughs> if it was just going to be a one-on-one, we should have said beforehand. <laughs> go on, Adam. <laughs> that is cool. You go. I was just going to ask, um, obviously I was, you know, talking to you around the time that you was putting the podcast together and you started strong with... Yeah. Uh, with Russell Brand, yeah, uh, and then it just seemed to go from from strength to strength, and 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 hasn't slowed down. Did you have guests in mind, and, and for people that haven't listened to Distraction Piece before, maybe give them a, a cross section of a few episodes that are a really good sort of, you know, a, a good place to start if they, if they're going to give the the podcast a whirl, and and also I'm interested to know a um, bit of a loaded question, but I'm interested to know moving forwards who's on the bucket list as well. Before I launched, I wanted to have a, a load recorded and I wanted to show the variation off the bat. So I knew in my first 10 or so, I was going to have, let's say, Russell Brand, Zane Lowe, DJ Yoda, Alan Moore, R- R- Ramesh Ranganathan, a, a doctor called S- Simon Singh, and just a real a variation of, here's some huge names to catch your attention, but here's some others. I used to say it all the time in the uh, uh, when I'd explained the podcast at the start was that if you watch at that point the Jonathan Ross show or Graham Norton, there'll be five or six huge, huge Hollywood A-listers and millions of people will watch. And my thought was those millions would watch if there was three or four of those Hollywood A-listers and one or two the doctors or scientists or just people who've got an interesting story that sh- needs to be heard. And that was the idea of Distraction Pieces, was to go, here is the, the huge names. And as you've said, there's people like Spike Lee, Michael Fassbender, Mary J. Blige, Stuart Lee, like huge names from entertainment. But it's where I met Dr. Susie Gage, who's 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 got a podcast on the network now, and just all sorts of other people as well to try and get that those interesting unknown names as well as the the big the big name uh, number drawers i guess cool and what about the um did, did you ask who who your dream guests are moving forward yeah well it it's tough because originally again i didn't know it would be going as long as it it, it has so originally i was just all the people in the first 100 or so episodes it's either people i knew or had a connection with and things like that so there was always that nerves of starting to run out. But now I get pitch people all the time. So I've literally, I was about to open my phone and get my list of dream guests. And then I saw I've had an email from a PR person pitching someone for the podcast. So that's a really, that's a cool bonus, I guess. But um, let me have a look who's on my longest, long list. Mayanna Burin and and Chanel Cresswell, I've been meaning to have on for ages. Thomas Turgoose, Benedict Wong, amazing actor. I've known him through social media for ages. We've been saying he's going to come on for an, an almost endless amount of time. But people like Tandy Newton, 
who had an amazing interview online recently that's blown up. I'd love to sit mm. down with, and chat with her. PJ Harvey, uh, 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 Sam Rockwell, Vince Vaughan. And again, you can see from the variation that that's what I've kind of been lucky enough to have across the course of the podcast coming. There are your kind of British icons, but then I'll get offered a Mary J. Blige and it'll be like, yeah, all right, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have that conversation. So, yeah, the list is is kind of endless rather than having any, here's, here's that one person I'm after. Is, is there an episode, as we ask all the guests, and you've asked guests on this yes. podcast before, but is there an episode for, for somebody who's never listened before that you think would be a good starter, starting point? And not necessarily just because it was a good guest, but it's a yeah. good sort of start or, or, for an intro to your pod. Yeah, or my tip is always, because of the amount of, of guests I've had, is, 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 is have a browse and see who jumps out to you. Because mm. it, it, it's guaranteed that if it's someone that you're a fan of, then that's the perfect episode to start, right? I'd, I'd, I could list all these obscure guests I've had on, but I think that always needs to come down the line. Like I do mm. it on podcasts all the time. I'll scroll through and go, oh, I'm a fan of that person. I'd like to hear that. And then you start to get used to the format. You start to get used to me as a host. And then it makes you dig, dig deeper. See, so, uh, so yeah, I wouldn't specifically re- I recommend any. I'd say just go in, I guarantee whatever you're into i'm going to have had someone on that 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 relates to that yeah and stew's been on a few times as well stew's been on a, a load of times i mean i was tempted to, to recommend the drunk casts but i fear they're a, a, <laughs> they're, or they're a weird anomaly in the podcast because they're, they're nothing like the other episodes because it is me stew and our mate chris just getting drunk but then we've ended up turning them into a crossover as well because we've had ramesh ranganathan join us we've had uh, James A. Caster and Ed Gamble, Brett Goldstein, Jade Adams, uh, Rich Wilson, all these different people have joined us. So, yeah, the drunk casts are either the perfect advert or the perfect thing to put you off listening to <laughs> our podcast <laughs> yeah. and maybe podcasts in general. So, yeah. yeah. It's not a great place to start, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Plenty to be getting on with anyway. Yeah. Great. Thank you, guys. I think that's it then, is it? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Time for a break now, and then we will be back to talk about recommendations. We are back, and we are going to do recommendations as usual, but not as usual. We are going to do the recommendations. So uh, Stu is going to be up first, recommending a podcast that he loves. Right, so Stuart Whiffin of the Hardcore Listing Podcast, of the Off the Beat and Track Podcast, and of the Pod Bible Podcast, recommend us a podcast. Four times you said podcast there. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of podcasts, wasn't it? Oh, this is Pod Bible. Um, I would like to recommend Desert Island Discs. Right, uh, excellent, Ooh, an, a classic, an absolute institution, um, and probably the reason. That I, I, I guess aside from listening to yours, Pip, was probably the only other podcast I listened to way back when you started. Um, mm. And it was definitely the podcast that led me into doing Off the Beaten Track, purely just on, on the, you know, the, 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 the journey of it. Yeah. 
Hold on a minute. Is this just a ruse to talk about off the beaten track? <laughs> no, no, not at all. But there's obvious similarities, you know. And uh, yeah. But no, I just, you know, it, it, it combines both the things that I, I, I really like. I like people talking about music, and I really like hearing about people's life stories. And I, I think uh, Kirsty Young was absolutely incredible, and um, there was lots of people unsure as to how Lauren Laverne was going to fill those those boots. Um, and I think she's doing a spectacular job. I think she's wonderful, Lauren Laverne. Um, and I think it was an, a natural role for her to take as well. And uh, I, I, com- I completely agree. It's, it's really weird because we normally ask, how did you hear about it or where did you hear about it? But it feels like it's just been part of completely. life as, yeah. as long as we can remember. The, the Desert Island Discs is just a thing that's always been there. And the podcast kind of, kind of, kind of highlights that right because they'll often have a little cl- clip at the end of an old one like literally from the, the 70s or or whenever so yeah is there a specific episode th- that you'd recommend S- since you've been listening to it as a podcast i guess because it would have originally been mm. either listened on the radio or on the listen again and that all kind of preceded i guess so yeah version. yeah um I, I mean there's there's episodes with you know with, with people that you know, I wouldn't particularly be interested in hearing what they've got to say now, but the, the fact that, you know, lots of people that don't historically do much press, you know, they get the call to go on Desert Island Discs and it seems like it's a very hard mm. thing to say no to. So, you know, going back many years, hearing Morrissey on there was 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 really interesting. And then I, I guess moving forwards, I, I do tend to lean towards musicians um, as, as some of my favourite um, episodes on there. Uh, Noel Gallagher was amazing. Uh, that's a Ricky Gervais was 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 phenomenal on there. Steve Merchant again. Um, I'm, I'm picking podcasters and musicians, but they're the ones yeah. that have, 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 have really sort of jumped out at me. But um, there's so many, and I, and, I, and I think I've really I don't think I've ever turned one off, and I've listened to hundreds. Uh, and, and the beauty of it is you can go back so far as well and you know there's there's people that are no longer with us that have just left these incredible sort of bite-sized insights into their life and 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 the music that soundtracked it and and it, not only that it can turn you on to, to 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 music as well because when you hear people talking with such passion about the songs that have meant so much to them you you, you can't help but obviously by the time you listen to it on the catch-up or on the podcast you just get that sort of 15 second snippet of the track yeah which i think serves it better because for me that's when i'm shazamming it thinking right i'm gonna go listen to that afterwards and and it's Mm. it's been responsible for sort of turning me on to lots of new music as well that's interesting i was going to ask you about that in terms of the fact that in a way you've picked something that is better as a radio show because you get the full songs but i often think about with um with um desert island discs it it was if it's a song that you're not too sure about or you're or it's a song that you actually dislike and but you're enjoying the guest maybe you'd want to skip it and you sort of have that ability don't you with the podcast to be able to just get straight to the next yeah absolutely did you used to listen because i have memories of listening to it in the car when i was a kid with my parents when sue lawley was the host no Uh, i I didn't ever sort of listen way back then it wasn't something that was on Mm. You know, at home or anything like that. It was just something that, again, as, as Pitt mentioned, it's always been there. So it's just one of them things that, I guess, as I started yeah. to sort of look for for something other than music to listen to on on my iPod, then that would have been the, the thing. <laughs> it, it would I just download a, a, a stack of them for car journeys for when I was driving around, and I just got absolutely hooked on it. And and Kirsty Young's voice was something that was just so easy to listen to. 
and, and and I find that is very much the case with Lauren as well. So if if by some weird twist of time and some kind of loop in history, if there's someone who's not heard of Desert Island Discs, is there an episode that you'd recommend that jumps out as a good starting point to sh- to show you what it is? Because to be clear, it's not just about the music. The 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 music talk is a wonderful way of almost gently disarming the guest and you can get some real truth and emotion out i know the stephen graham episode was was one for me that just stunned me because he spoke about Mm. depression and stuff that he's someone i know and i'd never heard him talk about some of this stuff so yeah is there one that jumps out to you i I would say uh, i i mentioned and i'd love to keep mentioning the name morrissey um because of of, of recent things he said but um another person that that rarely does press the done desert island disc that will be the one that I would say go and get stuck into is Tom York. Right. You know, it, I was just going to say it's that. It's a wonderful yeah. episode, and and you cherish it that much more because you don't get much from Tom York, and so to, yeah. to have him sitting in a studio and talking about music and talking about his life, it's it, it, it's, it's it's a beautiful insight into to, to someone that we, we all know very little about. So yeah, Tom York. I love that one because there'll be Radiohead fans who know absolutely everything about Radiohead and then will have listened to that and will have picked up picked up things they'd never heard before. 100%. Just a, a goldmine there. 100%. Episode. Great. Well, thank you very much. Thanks very much. Right, that was that was Stuart Whiffin there. Um, um, now I'm back with Adam Richardson and Stuart Whiffin. Um, <laughs> back in the room. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good pick. Um, I don't think we need to overly dissect it because we were just there having the conversation. But yeah, an, just an absolute classic. <laughs> so I say we move on to our next recommendation, and next up is Adam Richardson. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> Ed, what's going to be your recommendation today? Right, well, I uh, thought long and hard about this, uh, trying to work out what, what kind of thing to pick, because obviously since we've been doing Pod Bible, we just, our ears have been opened up to so many great shows, it's almost a bit overwhelming. So I, I actually decided to go for something that I've been listening to for a long time, since before before Pod Bible, and it's 99% Invisible. Right. Um, which is an American podcast. It's part of the uh, Radiotopia network and it focuses on um, design and architecture and user experience, um, but it sort of hones in on areas that you don't usually think about. So it's it's stuff that shapes the world but is 99% invisible is, is the idea behind it. So they have episodes on skate parks and how they're designed, episodes on money and like actual paper money and, and the reason why you know it's a certain size or a certain color and all the different choices that are made in in the designing of that stuff there's just i mean it's quite geeky quite nerdy i'm sure you're not surprised to hear that i'm into it (laughs) um but it's really really interesting they've got over 400 episodes and they just cover such a wide range of subjects um and you just yeah always come up come away having learned something new it sounds amazing and it's 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 one of the things that podcasts were kind of made for right to be able to have a deep dive into into a really specific subject rather than have to be this broad appeal um so do you remember yeah like how you found it the first time yeah it was actually my my wife hannah she she got into podcasts before i did 
And there, there was a little stage where I started listening to Gervais and Adam and Joe and everything like that. And she recommended it to me because I was, I just started as a, as a designer and she said, I think you'll find this really interesting. And uh, yeah, she was right. So, I mean, I don't, I don't listen to it as much now, mostly because, as I said, with Pod Bible, we're just constantly listening to new stuff and um, reviewing new things. And I do have the set, you know, most of the podcasts I listen to tend to be groups of blokes chatting about <laughs> random stuff, um, yourselves included. But um, yeah, I do. I, I, I try and dip in and out every so often. I love that. Um, is, is, is there a specific episode that comes to mind that as someone who's new to it that you'd recommend? Yeah. Because again, um, it is is it's, it's an unusual subject for an audio presentation as such, because it can be r- really tough. And I've had this before. I've had stuff where I thought, "Oh, I'm not going to be into that," because the subject they're talking about is is so visual. I'm not going to get much from it in my ears. But a podcast like Ninety Nine Percent Invisible kind of flip that on its head and allow you to s- almost see the stuff you wouldn't see if it was there in front of you as such. So, is yeah. there anything that yeah, a specific episode. Yes. Um, well, I mean, yeah, just to say on that, it, it, the sound design is so good throughout and the production values are incredible. So it, they, they're just the atmospheric music that they add and all this kind of stuff does really enhance everything when you're trying to imagine it in your mind. But the episode that I remember from listening to it ages ago and it came out in 2014 is one called um, 10,000 Years. Um, and it's about a waste isolation plant in new mexico and it's basically somewhere where they take radioactive byproducts and they just shove them in a massive underground bin basically Um, and they realized that eventually that was going to end up being filled up and they'd have to just seal it and leave it but of course radioactive stuff doesn't really become any less dangerous so they wanted to come up with a way of making it clear for future generations that if they turned up to this area that it's still a really dangerous place to be. Um, so they invited a load of a real, like a big range of people. They got geologists, they got uh, linguists, writers, artists to sort of workshop ideas um, with the brief being come up with some sort of signage or some sort of thing that will still be understandable in 10,000 years. So wow. I mean, and actually radioactive stuff in theory could last for up to 200,000 years, but they, they went with 10,000 years. So it wasn't too scary. And they just looked at the different approaches that they took and they realised quickly they can't use language. They can't put any words on these signs because language evolves over time, obviously. They can't even use symbols because, again, the meaning of symbols, the meanings change. And I think they reference um, the skull and crossbones. Initially, that was actually a sign for birth rather than death. And there could be something now that you'd think, well, if you put a big red cross, nobody's going to go anywhere near it. But in 5,000 years, big red crosses might be a good thing. Who knows? Yeah. And then they look at visual storytelling and how maybe, you know, they can use stick men and have some sort of narrative and have a man touching something and he's smiling and then a man touching something else and he's dead on the floor. And they just go through all these different ways of looking at it. And again, I mean, the main key thing about 99% Invisible is this is the stuff that you'd never consider is going on. Yeah. Um, But it's absolutely fascinating to listen to. So that is episode... 114 if uh, anybody wants to go and listen to that that sounds absolutely amazing and again the the evolution of 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 signals and stuff i had it it highlighted a a little while ago and so if all of us drive if we're driving along and someone flashes us in our mind now that's saying (laughs) 
with their... <laughs> okay. They flash their lights okay. at us. Sorry, in, in yeah. our minds, that's, okay, go. That's But the actual yeah. meaning of that is that you're notifying someone of your presence. So it means the opposite. In reality, you're meant to f- flash to say, I'm driving here. Where, yeah, that whereas true. that's completely flipped on its head, that if we're on a two-lane thing, if I flash, it means, oh, yeah, you can, can come in or overtake or whatever else. But it's the opposite mm. of what it's meant to be. So, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, things change. Uh, I mean, uh, um, are you then... talking about a dog in hotspot then, Pip? <laughs> no, 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 no. Again, it, it's wonderful, my beautiful innocence of of, of what I see fl- flashing to me and you two just having all sorts do, of interpretations. Do, but Dogging hotspots was my other choice that I was going to go yeah. for, but I changed my mind. Uh, but I did want to say Roman Mars and, and, is the host. Uh, interestingly, dogging hotspots are 99% invisible. <laughs> so, so that is... <laughs> That is the beauty. Um, I love that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, secretly hoping that when we tag 99% Invisible on this, yeah. on the social media, when this episode comes out, we'll tag Roman Mars, who's the host. I'm, I'm very much hoping that we'll be able to get him to come on yeah. and talk about it because he is an amazing host. He's got the smoothest voice. Uh, it's kind of really reassuring and comforting to listen to. Um, and... Uh, now it might be sounding a bit weird, but yeah, if you are listening, Roman, then come and get on the Pod Bible podcast. Come on in and come it's and have a chat. Amazing effect it can have. Oh, well, that's perfect. Um, thank you very much, Adam. Thank you. There you go. That was Adam Richardson there talking about ninety nine percent invisible. Um, are you back in the studio, Adam? Uh, Brilliant. I'm back. Yes, I think I've realised we should probably say that I'm from hardest part of the ring. Yep. Yes. Because that will be in the artwork. Yeah, but yep. you know it's fine. We don't need to go into it. Just wanted to reference it. It's <laughs> completely right. You, you, you'll notice when I introduced Stu, I listed every podcast he's ever been involved yeah. in, and when Stu introduced you, he just said, "All right, Adam, recommend a podcast." <laughs> that's true. He did. He did. But that's okay. I got my plug in right at the end when everybody's turned off. Perfect. <laughs> But I mean, you mentioned that we'll that we'll put the artwork and tag it on the socials. We are on all yeah. the all the socials at Pod Bible um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Come and interact. We love the uh, engagement. Specifically, if you host a podcast that Adam has been l- listening to for for years and years, in which case, tweet us, invite yourself on, and we'll see you then. Yeah. We'll get you in the mag as well, Roman. <laughs> One of the things I really want to point out is if you do find your way over to podbiblemag.com, uh, you can read the digital copy online, but also sign up for the newsletter because this is something that um, we're really pushing uh, this year and it's a non-intrusive newsletter there's just one one a week and all it does is just give you more recommendations like you've just heard lots of little insights into some like cool things that are happening in the world of podcasting and it's it's it's, it's a great little read so please sign up to the newsletter if you find yourself on the website having a read and there we go podbubblemag.com i think that's it right that is everything so congratulations on 50 episodes guys it's been uh, there's been so many amazing guests and so many recommendations it's it's ridiculous um so yeah we didn't even touch on that we should have mentioned that at the beginning some of the amazing people we've been blessed to sit down and, and chat to on this podcast yeah it's been fantastic right from the off menu guys to the drunk women's solving crime uh the no such thing as a fish gang uh yeah so many you did well there you did well to remember some good ones I'm impressed yeah that's that's <laughs> uh, some of my favourites yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
and I wasn't even in the room for, for, <laughs> for all of them, so that's even more, you know. I didn't... <laughs> yeah. The nice thing is you can scroll through and every episode, as you can see, has has uh, th- the three guests on it. It's very quick and easy to find the podcasts you love and hopefully it leads to you finding lots of new podcasts that you can fall in love with as well. Exactly that. And that is it for episode 50. Thank you very much, so thank Adam you Richardson much. of Hardest Part of the Ring podcast. Let's just end on that. <laughs>